Blog Talk Radio. My name is James Brandt, and I'm coming to you live from the Detroit, Michigan area, and I am going to be with you for the next hour, and my goal is to exalt the Lord Jesus Christ and to ignite a fire on the inside of your spirit, man, that will be manifested in the outward, man. Are you hearing me, somebody? Hallelujah. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you're listening to me live or whether you're listening to me on the archived version of this broadcast, it's going to be fun. Now, before I get into the Word and, and just flowing in the Holy Ghost, I want to share with you a couple events that are coming up. Um, I'm telling you, God is opening some major doors for my ministry, and I am so excited. Number one, April 12th through the 13th, I'm going to be ministering in the Joplin, Missouri area. And on Saturday night, April 12th, it's going to be at Victory Ministries, at the Victory Ministries building, uh, formerly known as The Bridge. And there is a whole story behind that. I want to encourage you, if you, have, if you did not listen to last week's Revival Now broadcast, I want to encourage you to go to RevivalNowRadio.com and listen to last week's broadcast. I had a guest on, uh, Brother John Abernathy. He's the one that is bringing me in to the Joplin area 
to minister and he taught he talks about how the holy spirit is just opening some awesome mighty doors in that area for this meeting even even the building uh that he chose to have it in that he felt led to have it in there's even a story behind that we found out after the meeting was already booked in that location it's just amazing there's supernatural unity coming together for the meeting in the Joplin, Missouri area. So Saturday night at 7 p.m., I'm going to be at the uh, Victory Ministries building. Uh, we're going to have an awesome revival experience. Then Sunday morning, uh, April 13th, I'm going to be ministering at uh, the Road Church in Webb City, Missouri. Uh, for more information on the location for those areas and in in those locations, go to jamesbrandt.org. You can also go to my other website, revivalpodcast.org. And also, Detroit, Michigan, the hometown area, I'm going to be ministering April 26th, two weeks after the Joplin meetings. So all the Holy Ghost residue and, and the fire that takes place in Joplin, I'm going to bring it back home to Rochester Hills area. I'm going to be ministering at the Concord Inn Saturday, April 26th. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have an awesome time in the Lord. I, I don't even know how to explain it. I, there's At these meetings, there is just a supernatural manifest presence of God that shows up, and, and people's lives are touched. They're changed. They, came, they come in, and they leave differently. We all do. Why? Because of the presence of God, the manifest presence of God, the glory of God in that place. And I am so open. I, I am so sold out to the Lord Jesus Christ. I am so sold out to team up and cooperate with the Holy Spirit. He just shows up and does mighty things in people's lives. The prophetic is released. Um, uh, the gifts of the Spirit. It is just an awesome atmosphere. And I want to encourage you to come out and, uh, and be a part of what the Holy Spirit is doing. And I am just believing for a move of God everywhere I go. In fact, I went down to a Rodney Howard Brown meeting down in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, back in 2007. What it was actually, I believe it was his third or fourth Great Awakening uh, conference. I know he he's doing those now, and that was way back in 07, his third or fourth in Jacksonville, Florida. And he came up and he prophesied to me in the prayer line. And one of the things he said, he said, he said, everywhere you go, you're going to ignite fires of revival. And people, that is my heart. That was the Holy Ghost speaking it. That was not a man speaking it. That was the Holy Ghost through a man speaking it. And I'm telling you, there is nothing like releasing the prophetic anointing. I want to encourage each and every one of you. Be open to the prophetic ministry of the Holy Spirit. I know a lot of people, they have walls up about the prophetic. And, and uh, I, I just want to encourage you, you know what? Take that wall down. Be open to what the Holy Spirit reveals to you. He wants to speak to you. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you all the time, even on the inside of you, but especially through the prophetic 
There is just something special about the prophetic, and here's what it is. Because when the prophetic gift gifting is an action, those words that are being spoken are birthed in heaven, not on earth. They're, they, they're birthed in heaven. They're given to you by the Holy Spirit to speak out right here on earth. And when you speak those words out on earth, you're releasing. Come on, somebody, listen to this. You're releasing the sound of heaven. And that's why it's so powerful to speak the promises of God, to, to verbally release and speak the promises of, of God over your life, over your children's life, over your marriage, over every area, your job, whatever it is. Speak the word of God because, listen to this, man is not the author of the word of God. The Holy Spirit is the author of the Word of God. So the words that are in the Word of God, those words were birthed in the heart of God in heaven. And he simply used man to put them on paper here on earth. Listen to me, people. The Word of God is supernatural. I, the Word of God is extremely supernatural because it originated in heaven. So when you speak the Word of God on earth, it releases the power of God. It releases the heart of God. That's what's so powerful about the prophetic. Amen. Now, a prophetic word, when a prophetic word is spoken, if there is ever a prophetic word, supposedly, spoken over you, and it does not line up with the word of God, if it's totally <clears throat> against the word of God, then you need to get rid of that and, and just realize that was not from God. Because the Holy Spirit, the author of the word of God, is never going to contradict the word of God. The Holy Spirit will always be in line with the Word of God. Now, um, I do want to say this. <clears throat> the Holy Spirit on this earth, within the believer, is here to reveal and open up the Word of God to you more and more and more. Listen, the Word of God is full of deep spiritual truth. So the Holy Spirit, you know, you can read, if you're going to read the Word of God just with your natural mind, a lot of times someone will just read it and just, oh, that's it, that's all it says. But the Holy Spirit, listen to me, the Holy Spirit wants to take you, he wants to take me deeper into the Word of God. It's like digging for treasure. The Word of God is so deep. One verse the Holy Spirit can show you a million different aspects on one verse in the Word of God. He, can, he shows you and he shows me how to apply it in every situation. And that's why it's so important, the rhema word, the spoken word of God from the Holy Spirit. That's why this is so important. So here's the deal. You're going through a situation in your life right now. And all of a sudden, you're in prayer. Or you might not even be in prayer. You might just be doing something around the house or wherever you're at. And all of a sudden, a Bible verse, all of a sudden, a scripture comes to your mind, comes to your, your spirit man, and your mind picks it up, rather, is probably more accurate. And 
so this scripture, a lot of times people, when that happens, they just, a lot of times the people just disregard it. But what you've got to understand is that is how the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. He's giving you a rhema word for the situation, the circumstance that you're going through. So I'm telling you, we need, we need to be more in tune with the Holy Spirit than ever before. I'm telling you, so many people, and here's why. We need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We need to recognize when he is speaking. I, I can't tell you. I just feel it by the Holy Ghost right now that so many Christians, so many Christians, when those thoughts come to them, they think it's just them and they, and they kind of just disregard, or they're not even thinking about it. Here's why. Because most people honor and respect the natural realm. They idle the natural realm more than paying attention to the spiritual realm. People, we need to switch. We need to make that shift where we are more conscious of the spiritual realm more than the natural realm. So the Holy Spirit wants to speak to you. Now, the Word of God says that the Holy Spirit will bring to your remembrance, will bring the Word to your remembrance. And this is one of the ways the Holy Spirit, how he ministers to us, how he speaks to us, in your remembrance of the Word. Now, let me share something with you here that the Holy Spirit showed me, and it's quite simple, but it was at the same time, it was quite profound when the Holy Spirit showed it to me. Now, for something to come to your remembrance, you once had to know about that thing. In other words, I cannot bring something to your remembrance that you had no knowledge about before. Ha, are you following me? Oh, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost on this. So now, this is the importance of the whole deal right here. We as Christians, we need to give the Holy Spirit something to work with in our life. We need to fill our filing cabinet cabinet with the Word of God. So when we're in that situation, the Holy Spirit pulls that file out, and he says, here, use this one. That's the importance of you, the Christian, the believer, and me, of getting in to the Word of God. We need to give the Holy Spirit something to work with in our lives. So here's the importance of that. So you're reading the Word of God. You take, you take time each day, night, wherever, whenever, as much as you can, I recommend, getting into the Word of God. And so then you come up against the situation, and the Holy Spirit brings a scripture to your remembrance. And what the Holy Spirit is trying to say is, uh, hey, hey, Betty, hey, Susie, hey, Tom, hey, Mike, hey, James, this this is the scripture I want you to use and speak into your situation that you're going through. There is, uh, man, I'll tell you what, the Rhema word is absolutely amazing. It is packed full of power because it is your ammunition for that 
situation. It's specific for that situation. And now, like I said, that's the beauty of the written word of God. I'm sorry, of the rhema word. A rhema word is when the Holy Spirit takes from the written word and illuminates it in your heart. Oh, come on, somebody. Somebody needs to hear this today. There's someone listening to me right now. You're going through a situation, and a scripture has been coming to you, and you've been ignoring it. I, I feel this by the Holy Ghost right now. And the Holy Ghost is saying you need to use that scripture and war with that scripture. That circumstance that you're going through. This is the thing that is going to cause you to break through into victory. And I recommend that when, when this comes to you, write it down. Write down the word. Journal. Start journaling and writing down what the Holy Spirit is revealing to you. What scriptures come to your remembrance. Because uh, maybe at noon here, he, one verse comes to your remembrance. And then maybe tonight, another verse. Write them down. And I guarantee you, there, you will see a pattern there that the Holy Spirit is, is trying to show you. He's trying to give you instructions of how to break through that situation. Man, I'm telling you, God is so good. So many people blame God for the so many people blame God for the problems and, and circumstances in your life, in, in their life, and it, it's not him. It is not him bringing those bad situations into your life. In fact, he's, God is right there, and he is rooting for you. He is rooting for you. He's trying to help you. The Holy Spirit is trying to help you to walk into victory. The Holy Spirit, the Word of God says, is trying to reveal to us what belongs to us through the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, God doesn't want you. Your Heavenly Father does not want you to be ignorant of your benefits through the Lord Jesus Christ. He wants you and me to take advantage of everything that he has for us. In fact, why? Think about it. God gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die a bloody death on a cross. Do you think he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for humanity, for us not to take advantage of every benefit that he has given to us? Oh, this is a, this is a very deep truth, and maybe you've never seen it that way before. But think about it. When you want to stay ignorant to your benefits of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what Jesus purchased for you by his shed blood, by his death and resurrection from the dead, it's like a slap in the face. It's like a slap in Jesus' face. But listen, I know somebody, I know somebody that does not want you to take advantage of those benefits. I know somebody. Do you want to know who that is? Satan, the enemy, loves it when you stay ignorant to. The enemy loves it when you stay ignorant to the, pro the benefits of the gospel that Jesus died to give you. 
The enemy loves it. He smiles. He laughs at us. Every time a child of God points their finger in the sky and blames God for their problems and calamities in life. The enemy loves it. But I know, I don't know about you, but my Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. Think about it. So if it's impossible to please God without faith, then it's possible to please God with faith. Oh, come on, I'm preaching. I'm preaching today. So many ignorant Christians. Now, when I say ignorant, I'm talking about those who lack knowledge of the Word of God. Those uh, Christians that do not have a foundation in the Word of God. And people, there are so many. So many. Now, a lot of people, you, you, can, you can blame some leaders in the body of Christ who, who teach a lot of this faithless junk. Are you hearing me, somebody? But at the same time, guess what? A, a lot of people, and maybe some of you listening today, there's a Bible in your home that is building up dust in the corner of your house. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of people do like to blame the leaders. And, you know, it is partially the leaders. We should, as as leaders in the body of Christ, we need to be representing God faithfully. We need to be representing and preaching and teaching the truth of the word. I, I totally agree, absolutely. But at the same time, some people spend one hour in church a week, just one hour on Sunday, maybe at max, maybe a couple hours a week, maybe a, one, a midweek service and a Sunday. So guess what? The majority of time is on you and me in our personal life. So we need to take respons responsibility for our own actions, for our own life. And trust me, God is holding the leaders accountable also if, if the leaders are leading people in the wrong direction. Don't worry about that. God in heaven, he is taking notes on that. And, and if you're a leader listening to me right now in the body of Christ, we as leaders, we have a huge responsibility to raise up and train individuals, the five-fold ministry. We have a responsibility to raise up warriors for Christ and lovers of God. But instead, many spew from the pulpit faithless words. Many spew from the pulpit uh, words that would, that would tend to lead ignorant believers into blaming their Heavenly Father for tragedies in their life. Now, I, I don't know how many of you that are listening, you're friends with me on Facebook, but I post a lot on Facebook of what the Holy Spirit gives me. And I recently, just yesterday in fact, I just posted uh, a status that I want to share with you uh, and talk a little bit about here and explain what I'm talking about. The status I put on Facebook yesterday, one of them, is this. Your God-given free will has more authority than Satan or any evil spirit on this earth. 
Use it wisely to activate the kingdom of God in your life. You know, a lot of people, they, they blame the enemy um, for their own lack of knowledge. So what I said was this. The, the enemy cannot make you do anything. Now, he can throw fiery darts in your thought life. He can, he, and, and now, the enemy's goal of throwing in those fiery darts into your thought life is very simple. He wants you to take that outside thought that he, he's trying to plant in you, and he wants you and I to take hold of that thought. He wants us to take that thought captive, hold on to it, make it our thought, and to meditate on that thought, and then it's our thought. And then it manifests a whole bunch of junk in our life. So my point about that is that our God-given free will has more authority than Satan or any evil spirit. You have the authority. You have more authority than them because you can make the decision to cast that thought down. All the enemy can do, all Satan can do and evil spirits can do is try to throw these random thoughts at you, these evil thoughts. And thoughts that would pull you away from your heavenly father. All they can do. But the Bible says you have, by your own free will, the authority to cast those thoughts down by your own free will. The question is, are you going to do it? And I'm here to tell you right now, many don't. On the contrary, many take those thoughts and they make it their own and they start to get angry at God. They start to go in a direction uh, of the world where, where they're trying to, they, they go the area of drugs, sex, alcohol, all these other things. But I want to tell you right now, the devil did not make you do it. You decided to go in that direction by your own free will. This is so important. And I'll tell you, the thought life, your thought life, my thought life, is so important. I don't think it's, it's talked about enough in most churches. Now, some do, don't get me wrong, but the thought life is absolutely powerful. Our thought life is given to us by God. It's our thought life that either, listen, our thought life either makes the shift to transition us to walk in the flesh or a thought life transi transitions us and, and allows us to walk in the spirit. So let me say it again. Your free will, your God-given free will choice has more authority than Satan or any evil spirit on this earth. Now here's the deal. Your free will choice opens the door to them to come in and have a legal right in your life. Your free will choice either opens the door to the kingdom of God or it opens the door to the kingdom of darkness in your life. It's your choice. You're the one who decides what kingdom you want to have access into your life. Are you hearing me? And I know you are. This is so important. So guess what? If your life is a mess today, your life it feels like it's out of control, guess what? God has given you a precious gift, and that gift is this, free will. 
You are the only one that can stop yourself from backsliding. You are the only one, oh, come on, somebody, that can close the door to the kingdom of darkness and open the door to the kingdom of God in your life. The thought life is powerful. And listen to me, if the thought life was not powerful, if the thought life uh, was, was not a big deal, listen to me, Satan and evil spirits would not fight you. Satan and evil spirits would not fight so hard to get access to your thought life. Listen to me, people. Satan and evil spirits have been around a heck of a lot longer than you and I have. The enemy knows what's, what's up. The enemy knows how to try to get access to an individual. He knows. And listen to this. The enemy just does not throw random things at you many times. The enemy knows your weaknesses. The enemy knows your weaknesses. And these are the areas. Listen to me. Listen, listen to me. An individual, let me give you an example. An individual that struggles with, with um, homosexuality, let's just say. The enemy is not going to come uh, to, uh, or let's just say this, an individual that does not struggle at all with uh, homosexual um, uh, temptations. The enemy is not going to come to that person and throw, a, and, and throw a thought in about homosexuality. Why? Because the enemy knows that he's not, that's not a weakness of that uh, person. But the, listen to me. The enemy is going to come against you with your weaknesses. So here I, I've preached on this before. What you need to do, what we all need to do, we need to sit down, we need to get a piece of paper and a pen out, and write down our weaknesses. What our, what's our weakness? What areas in the flesh are we weak at? Write them down. And start feeding yourself scripture to build your faith in those areas of your life. Uh, the enemy doesn't like you hearing this right now, by the way. But it's true. The enemy knows every single area of your life. He knows your weaknesses. He's, he knows your family's background weaknesses. Talking about generational curses here. He knows those weaknesses. But again, the enemy knows the power of your thought life, and he wants to do everything possible to try to keep you from focusing on the spiritual aspect. He wants to do everything he can do to keep you from meditating. The Word of God talks about meditating on the Word of God day and night. The enemy, it, it, listen to me, that's what he's trying to do. It's so clear. So if the enemy is fighting that aspect so hard, there is power in that area. All you got to do is look at, look at the attacks in your life from the enemy. Now, many people, let me tell you something. 
when I was growing up, I was terrified of public speaking. I was absolutely terrified to get up and speak. I would get up in school and try to talk, and, and I would just start to sweat. I would start to sweat. I would start to mumble like an idiot. <laughs> I, I, it would, like words wouldn't come out clear because I was stuttering because I was so nervous to get up in front of people. people now I get up, I'll preach in front of hundreds of people. Believing for thousands, hundreds of thousands here in the near future. Amen? Preaching the gospel. But the enemy would come against me with that, that, that shyness, uh, try, that fear. It, it was a fear of getting up in front of people. Why? Because he knew there was a call upon my life. And he was trying to do everything he could do to stop me from fulfilling my God-given purpose and call on my life. And listen to me. It's no different with you. Those of you listening to me right now who have a call on your life, even your, your purpose in life, the enemy has come against you because he's trying to get you knocked off. He's trying to knock your, your focus off, trying to knock your thought life, off, thought life off. So you will not focus on the word of God. And you and Listen, when you're not focusing on the word of God, when you're not spoke, uh, focusing on the spiritual aspect the enemy, by your own free will, has knocked you off, and he has prevented you from walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but let me just let you in on a little secret. Many things that the world holds on to are totally opposite from what the Word of God says. <laughs> Did you Have you noticed that? Everything. So what, is the, what does the enemy try to do? He tries to get uh, individuals, uh, Christians, hello, yay, even Christians, caught up in greed. He tries to get the Christians uh, to get focused on money. That's why you've seen a lot of ministers, a lot of ministers go down. Because the love of money, the love of money is the root of all evil. So we've seen it so many times, people. Here's what, here, I'm throwing a warning out to you and to the young ministers, old, every minister right now. You've seen individuals who started out with pure motives, just a love for God, on fire for God, would do anything for God, would sell everything they have, that would live in a vehicle on the street, give up everything to fulfill their God-given purpose and calling. Then God raises them up, and by their own free will, greed comes in to their heart. And now that love that they once had, that desire they once had, that abandonment from everything of the world they once had, come on somebody, is a distant memory. Something has changed in their heart. The fiery darts of the enemy took hold. The, the individuals took hold of it. The individuals took hold of the pride in the heart of the individuals. So now, I, I put a status yesterday about we don't need any more celebrity ministers. We don't need rock star praise and worship leaders. And, and many times, that's what happens. 
when a minister starts to get known, pride starts to creep in and go into their head. I, I, I've known ministers who who didn't they, – they came to minister, they showed up, and they just walked in last minute, got up and preached, and, and they, they rush out with, with individuals circled around them, and, and they had no personal contact with the people or anything. How ridiculous is that? Can you imagine? Can you imagine Jesus being like that? Jesus was not like that, and we as his servants, his followers, his disciples, should not be like that. Friends, it angers me. It totally angers me when I see that. Oh, man, do I, I could tell story upon story of the pride that has filled the hearts of ministers. Listen to me. I vowed to God I will never, I will, I don't care how known I become on this earth, I will never become untouchable. I will never give in to the sin of greed and pride. The moment you do that, you cut yourself off from the Holy Ghost. The thought life. The thought life is so powerful. Again, let me just say it again. That is why the enemy fights so hard to get access into our thought life. Now, if you're listening uh, to this broadcast and you you have a prayer request, you want to call in, you you want to share something, maybe I touched on a topic that you want to... Uh, you have a thought about you want to expand on the Holy Spirit might be giving you something. If that's you, I want you to call me at area code 760-825-0957. Let me give that number to you again. Area code 760-825-0957. Friends, let me tell you something. Jesus himself, our Lord, our Master, was touchable. A woman with an issue of blood pressed through the crowd and touched Jesus. Jesus purposely hung out at a well to talk to a woman that needed emotional healing. An individual that needed him in her life. He purposely stopped at a well for one individual, for one person. Are you hearing me, somebody? Yet we have ministers who show up like they're celebrities and rock stars. Friends, it's not going to happen. Those ministers are going to fade away. The ones that have a pure heart, God is raising those up. And I will be back in a moment.
my, 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 how time flies when you're flowing in the anointing of the Holy Ghost, people. We only have about 19 minutes left. Again, I just want to open up the invitation. In fact, all of these shows, all of these broadcasts that I do, I always want to give the invitation for you to call in if you need prayer. You want to just share something that the Lord has given you, whatever. The phone number here is area code 760-825-0957. I hope uh, that this, uh, this show, this teaching is a blessing to you. In fact, I am just flowing with the Holy Ghost today. I didn't take any notes or anything like that. I'm just flowing with the Spirit of God. I'll tell you what, there is a freedom in flowing with the Holy Ghost. You know, and, and the interesting thing is, you know, a lot of times in a message, people go, ministers who are being led and flowing in the Holy Ghost, they go on what we call rabbit trails. But you know what? In your natural mind, you're thinking, oh, man, wow, I'm all over the place here. But then after the service, someone comes up and says, wow, you really, it's like you're speaking right to me. People, listen, the Holy Spirit wants to minister to every individual. And whether you're listening live or on the archive version, the Holy Ghost knows. And I just love that feeling when I'm in a service and it just listening to a minister preach and and all of a sudden he'll say something it's like whoa it just it's like firework in my spirit it's like the holy spirit spoke directly to my heart there is nothing like flowing in the holy spirit we as ministers we need to do this we need to just flow let it flow now it's all right obviously to take notes and, 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 you know, points that you want to bring up and stuff. But let it come from your heart. Let it come from the Holy Spirit. You, you don't have to be so uh, organized. You know, here's the deal. Listen to this. We can be so organized, we take the Holy Ghost right out of the equation. And we got to be real sensitive to that and not do that. Because the power is in flowing in the Holy Ghost. We need to keep the flow of the river of God. Amen? Oh, God is so good. You know, there is a um, a phrase that's coming to me as I've been doing this broadcast. And uh, very simply, that phrase is this, from the Word of God. You see it many times. And it came to pass. And it came to pass. And it came to pass. The Holy Spirit is just showing me there are mighty divine appointments coming up. It came to pass to bring you into the new season of your life. There's many of you listening to me right now. You've been feeling a stirring on the inside. Divine appointments have came into your life to pass you on to the next phase of your life, the next phase of your ministry. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. My, my, my. And listen, this teaching that I'm giving you today, 
you know what? If you're listening to the live broadcast, you might want to uh, to download this message and listen to it again. Put it on your iPod, whatever. There is some truth packed in this message today. Look at areas where the enemy is attacking you in your life. Write them down. Like I said earlier also, sit down, take an inventory of your life. Write down the weaknesses. What are your weaknesses? Because, listen, not everyone has the same weaknesses, like my example a little while ago. And take note of those areas. Now, there's many of you here listening to me. You really do. And, in fact, I recommend it for, for every, every believer. You need, many of you listening need to go through some kind of inner healing emotional healing we've all been through things in our life that were traumatic and and that at times threw us off course in our life now i want to um just throw this out there for the last mm, probably what three weeks probably about three weeks ago and the lord was dealing with me before that even to, he put it upon my heart to invite people to contact me, those who felt led to contact me that needed prayer. So I threw a, a status out on Facebook, just throwing it out there, just, just feeling uh, you know, led by the Holy Spirit. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, by faith, I'm going to put this out on Facebook. I said, anybody who needs prayer and ministry... Uh, or, you know, who would like to get in contact with me, like me to pray over them, whatever, send me your, your phone number, and we will set up a time to pray over the phone. People, I've had an unbelievable response to this. I've probably prayed for uh, probably t- between 20 and 25 people, and it has been a blessing So I want to throw that same invitation out to those that are listening to my broadcast right now. If you would like me to come in agreement with you for prayer, to pray over you, and what happens on these when I pray for people, I just jump right in. I I very rarely has the Holy Spirit led me to even ask an individual for, hey, what do you want me to pray for? I, I really, the majority of the time, have not done that. I call. How you doing? I'm James from Michigan. Let's go ahead and let's get into prayer, see what the Holy Ghost has to say. I immediately start praying, and then I pray in tongues. I pray in the Holy Ghost. And there have been prophetic words spoken that has changed people's life. They have changed the directions of people's life. Now, that's not me. That's the Holy Spirit. I'm just open. I'm just a vessel. You understand? I'm just a vessel that has a desire to be used by the Holy Ghost. But the Holy Ghost is into blessing people. Are you hearing me? So when you have that desire, the Holy Spirit is going to take advantage of that. He is going to use you to be a blessing to individuals. So I want to throw that out to you. If you're friends with me on Facebook, um. You can go to my ministry page at uh, uh, facebook.com slash revivalpreacher. 
Uh, you can go there, send me a message. You can follow me on my personal account on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pastor James Brandt. That's B-R-A-N-D-T. And you can send me a message there. Just go ahead. Just message me your phone number and say, I would like you to pray for me. And I will get in touch with you, um, message you back, and let you know when I ha- I'm available. You let me know when you're available. And we will do this. Now, my email address, maybe you don't, you don't have Facebook. You're not on Twitter. Uh, by the way, Twitter, you can find me at uh, twitter.com slash revivalpreacher. Now, if you don't have any of those, Facebook or Twitter, you can email me at Pastor James Brandt at gmail.com. And so I, I want to give you that invitation. And here's the deal. I used to work for the Oral Roberts Evangelistic Association in Tulsa, Oklahoma, while I was attending Rama Bible Training Center down in Tulsa, Broken Arrow area. I worked for uh, the Abundant Life Prayer Group for Oral Roberts uh, for about almost two years down there. And it was amazing. What an amazing time. What an amazing ministry. What an amazing anointing upon that ministry for healing. It was wonderful. We got calls all the time of people who, who were prayed for by the prayer group and miracles happening over the phone. And here's why. Because people, not only because of the anointing upon the ministry, but the people by their own free will picked up the phone, dialed the number, and came into agreement with the anointing upon that ministry or upon that prayer partner. And this is why God is doing amazing things through this and me praying for individuals. Because it takes faith to step out and say, all right, God, I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity. James, I would like you to pray for me. I want to come in, you to come into agreement with me for breakthrough, for blessing, whatever it may be. It's an act of faith because, listen to me, it, it really is a rarity for an individual to reach out for prayer in the body of Christ. Now, th- it's sad, but it's true. I, I pastored for almost five years. Let me tell you. Many people don't don't want to do it. Many people, because why? Because they don't have faith that God is going to do something. They think it's a waste of time. So guess what? Nothing happens, and they stay in their same situation. They stay in their same circumstance. They stay in the bondage that they're in. There's been some individuals I've been praying for over the phone. We've done flat-out deliverance. I'm sitting there casting out devils over the phone. (laughs) I'm telling you right now. And and number two, the enemy does not want you to reach out for prayer or for help. The enemy wants you to keep it private. The enemy wants to keep it secret in your own heart. And he wants to keep you in bondage in your life. It's very simple. But the word of God is very clear that there is power in agreement. 
So I want to throw that invitation out to whoever is listening right now. I would love the opportunity to connect with you and to pray with you. And guess what? I'm not asking for any money. I don't want your money. I don't care about your money. I want to minister to people. I want to minister to those in the body of Christ. I want to see individuals raised up and healed. I want to see individuals delivered. And I'll tell you right now, I am meeting some wonderful individuals through this phone ministry. God is just doing an amazing thing, and I'm so thankful for it. I'm so thankful. I just have a heart to see people set free and and released into the purpose and destiny that God has called them to. So if that's you, if if hearing me give that invitation, you feel you feel a uh, a prompting on the inside. Well, number one, if you're feeling a prompting on the inside, that's probably the Holy Ghost saying, yeah, that's for you. Now, for those who don't feel a prompting, that still God will honor your faith when you step out and you seek uh, ministry. God will honor that. Oh, our Heavenly Father is so awesome. So awesome. Be open to everything that God has for you. Like I said, many Christians just want to keep their hidden their bondages, their hidden bondages in the dark. There's so many Christians that come in to church every Sunday, every church, every Sunday. Individuals come up to them, hey, shake their hand, give them a hug, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? But on the inside, they're hurting. On the inside, they're a mess. On the inside, they're having struggles with thoughts of suicide. Are you hearing me? And that's another thing about my meetings. When I'm preaching, my meetings. I, I won't think twice. If I'm in the middle of preaching and the Holy Spirit illuminates someone out in the crowd, I'll go out there and minister to them. If the Holy Spirit gives me a word for someone, a prophetic word for someone, I'll, I'll, I'll release that word. I'll stop. Are you hearing me? I will stop what I'm preaching, and I will release that prophetic word to that individual. There is nothing like cooperating with the God of the universe, the creator of the universe. It is a beautiful thing. And when you make the decision to follow him and and to cooperate with him, guess what? Guess what? That is when you're going to start to see results in your ministry. That's when you're going to start to see results in your personal life. I remember when I first got born again, the Holy Spirit really laid it upon my heart about the importance of the healing and deliverance ministry. 
Oh, talk, talk about something that's totally, if for the most part, neglected in the body of Christ. Talk about something that, that Jesus did almost on a regular basis in his earthly ministry, casting out demons, setting people free, delivering individuals from the demonic, from bondages, from strongholds, emotional wounds and hurts, but yet so neglected by his body on this earth. There's some dysfunction in the body of Christ right now, and we need to line up with the head, Jesus Christ. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit. There's some parts of the body that are out of joint. Let me ask you this. Are you fulfilling your purpose? Are you fulfilling your destiny? Are you doing what God has called you to do? Or has the enemy deceived you and got you caught up on riches and wealth and greed? We need everybody in the body of Christ to function. Everybody in the body of Christ to function as Jesus Christ functioned on this earth. Are you hearing me, somebody? All right, Joplin, Missouri, April 12th. Saturday night, 7 p.m., I'm going to be at Victory Ministries, which is formerly known as The Bridge. It is going to be amazing. The Holy Ghost is going to pour out, oh my gosh, upon every individual in that place. You're going to come and you're going to leave changed. Hallelujah. Now, also, on the 13th, Sunday morning at 11 a.m., I'm going to be at The Road Church in Webb City, Missouri, Detroit, Michigan. Saturday night, April 26th, I am going to be at Rochester Hills at the Concord Inn. Invite your family. Invite your friends. Go to my website for more information, jamesbrant.org, and you can also go to revivalpodcast.org. I have so many messages, so many messages on those websites that will be a blessing to you. I want to thank you for tuning in. Join me next Tuesday at the same time, noon Eastern. We're going to have a blast. Until then, advance the kingdom of God and exalt the name of Jesus. God bless.